0: Hi there, friend, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm so glad you're here and tuning into this episode for this topic where we are discussing abundance. You know, I have meant to do this episode for a very long time. The name of the podcast is Abundant Grace, right? So it's been... On my mind, but for some reason I have felt kind of intimidated by it. For some reason, so maybe that's just a sign um, that I needed to record it uh, because maybe this is a kind of intriguing topic to other people too. And also, I wanted to make sure that I came at this from God's perspective, not just my own opinion. You know, Um, because. I have a lot of opinions, which I'm sure is obvious having a couple of podcasts that I have those, but I really hope that it is also apparent that I care what God thinks. Um, It's not just, oh, let's talk about this topic and what I've learned here, but really, what does God say about this topic? So let's jump in. So I think the most common place where we hear the word abundant is in two places. So it's either in John ten ten, where Jesus says that he has come to give us abundant, that he has come to give us life and life more abundantly, or as it is put in the message, uh, A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. So um, he uses the word there in that paraphrase eternal rather than abundant. And we will definitely get into that some. The other place where your mind might go when you hear the word abundant is Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all ages world without end. Um, those are just a couple places that the word abundantly shows up in scripture. Um, back to John 10 10 though um, this verse really stood out to me when Ali Casaza used it. She's a Minimalist like life coach for moms, helping them simplify every area of their life. And one of the verses that she refers to often is John ten ten that we that Jesus came to give us life and abundant life. But sometimes mothers feel excluded from that, and so that's part of her premise. Like kind of opened up. A different way of looking at it and thinking about John 1010. 10. And if this topic is really interesting to you, I thought about having her on the podcast um, to talk about abundance and abundance through simplifying. It's super cool. So just send me a note if that is something you'd love to follow up on. So in John 10 10, it says the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is what our enemy wants. Our enemy doesn't want us living an abundant life. He wants us on autopilot or just going through the motions and feeling disconnected because the abundance, I believe, comes from a deep connection and a springing up of that life inside of you. Um, So let's start with the definition of abundance, just the word, because I love it, uh, Abundance means exceeding, very high, beyond measure, more, superfluous. I can't say that word, superfluous, a quantity so abundant as to be considerably more than what one would expect or anticipate. Like overflowing is what abundant is. And you think, well, what what would abundant life look like if that's what Jesus came to give us? And that has nothing to do with um, having more money or abundant possessions, you know, in our materialistic culture, it's really easy to think abundant and just immediately go, um, to things and amassing wealth or along those lines. But it really is so much bigger and so much better than that. And that's incredible, right? It's not just material. And that's actually pretty small. When we think about it, it's being abundant in, like I said, being connected to God, the source Uh, The source is used as a term to talk about the universe or somebody who really isn't sure about God per se. They'll talk about him as the source. And I I just absolutely, well, they won't talk about him as the source, but they'll talk about the universe as the source. But I absolutely love that term because he is the source of all life. He is the source of all things good. It's just beautiful. So he gives us those things abundantly, but what does he give us? gives us love, joy, peace, like the fruit of the Spirit, those are the things we can measure in our life that are abundant and overflowing and considerably more than what we would expect or anticipate, right? We don't expect those things in our lives. And our longing to be seen, our longing to be known, our longing to be loved, even with those deep, deep longings, how often are we still surprised pleasantly surprised when they come to pass, like when they happen in your life, when somebody like sees you and knows something about you. And they're like, I don't know, maybe they buy you your favorite coffee or your favorite chocolate, or, um, they remember your birthday or they remember an anniversary of an event and you feel seen and loved on. Even those, um, little things are an outpouring of God's love to us and helping us feel seen. And they kind of take us off guard, like, "Oh, wow you you remembered," or "You saw me." Those are part of the abundance, I believe, from from God. And when we see what God has given us and lavished on us, He He has come to give where the thief has come to take and destroy and um, steal. God has Jesus came to give. And then we can be meaningful and purposeful in our giving as well. And it's not it doesn't stop at us, it flows through us. Cause when we have an abundant mindset, we know that there is more where that came from. So we don't have to hold on to bitterness, unforgiveness. We don't have to hold on to our resources or our love, like we have to measure it out. And this doesn't mean like you forget all boundaries or you don't take into account of when your tank is getting empty. It's just that you know that what you have been given, there's more of that. So if you give it to someone else, it's not that you're gonna have less. Even physically speaking, we can give of ourselves. And that's not to say like prosperity gospel, blessings garbage that if you give God will just automatically give to you. No, there are sacrifices. There are things that we do genuinely give up. But that's talking about like physical goods too. Um and I have a lot of work to do when it comes to like money mindset or abundance mindset when it comes to those things. But where we see abundance so clearly is in these spiritual gifts that were given And the things that God has poured into our lives, the forgiveness, the grace, the love that we can freely show to someone else. We would not um, do well. It's like the um, servant, I can't even remember what book it's in right now. Is it Luke? That's forgiven. I think it's in Luke. Um, That's forgiven so much. And then he turns around and his fellow servant, he demands Um, him pay the small amount and puts him in prison. It's like when we forget those things um, of the abundance that's been shown us that is a great tragedy because we're forgetting um, where we used to be or where we are now. (laughs) Can we please not talk about our testimonies like um, God saved me 20 years ago when he is actively showing up powerfully and with grace in my life today too so it's not forgetting the blessings that we've been given because when we're aware of those with gratitude um, we can see the amount we have and we go oh i have 500 skittles and you need to sure like go ahead and i know that my father liberally um, offers this to me also so it's being a conduit of that love And also allowing others to be a conduit of that love and forgiveness and grace in our lives as well, because they have been shown that and they want to, and God might want to use them as the conduit in your life. We just don't know where those blessings will come from. Sometimes it's really predictable, whether it's a pastor we listen to, scripture we read, a book that we're reading, or maybe it's just a gift of, of grace that is ordinary, but we know it's in the most reverent sense, like a wink from God, like a God wink, like a, yeah, <laughs> I see you. And I'm going to use this little thing that your coworker didn't have a clue that you liked or needed, or maybe you were having a rough day and somebody steps in and it's just offers a kind word and it's, Just those little things. I keep saying little, and it feels weird to talk about those little things in an episode on abundance. But those little things remind us of how big God is and how unexpected his grace can be sometimes. And how it's just considerably more than we expect, even when we're hungry for those gestures in our life. So let's talk about the... Kind of parallel between abundant life and eternal life. Like we saw Eugene Peterson in the message paraphrase use the word eternal. And that's um, mirrored in some other places that I looked, got questions.org and things. That abundant life and eternal life are kind of synonymous because it's a life that begins the moment we come to Jesus and the moment we receive his love. For ourselves and it go it spans forward through eternity so we do people a really um, what's the word disservice we do them disservice when we present the gospel as this get into heaven free card or this get out of jail free card when it's a an allegiance to Jesus. That is the decision that we're making. It is also an allegiance to Jesus's way. It's taking up our cross daily. It is loving people the way that Jesus did, even when it's uncomfortable. It's sacrificing, it's serving in the way of Jesus. But that eternal life, That abundant life isn't something that we're waiting for. We are longing to see all things made new. We are longing to see Jesus face to face. Like It kind of gives me goosebumps to think about it. Yet that abundant life is a gift that we've been given now. It's not just drudgery now. It's not just going through the motions. Because I think a lot of Christians are missing this piece of abundant life because they're just simply waiting for it. And Jesus has promised never to leave us. He has sent us the Comforter who will never leave us either. And our life can be full of that abundance, the gifts of the Spirit, And it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter life. See, one of the reasons I think we're missing out on this is missing out on the giver of life, the one who breathes life into us. And that is the third member of the Trinity that I think gets neglected in so many spaces. That is the Holy Spirit guiding us into all truth. And when that happens, our life Will take a different form than when we are trying to make it look a certain way because it's supposed to look this way. And I don't mean like, shame on you, your expectations are off. I just mean like when we're cramming ourselves into a mold because we've been told this is what a good Christian woman does, or this is what a good Christian man does, or this is what a good Christian student does. And there are definite rules. Please hear me. There are definite rules that we've been given to structure our life off of, but there's not as many as we have been taught as far as like the, your daily, weekly structure. Um, you, your day, your week doesn't have to look like Sunday school, Sunday morning, uh, bus route, Sunday night, um, whatever else, giving up all extracurricular Man, extracurricular activity um, to devote to an institution, to the church, even if it's a good mission. It's not to give up all of those. It's not to make your life look like so-and-so's who gets up at 7 a.m., reads the Bible, then I don't know, stays home with her kids. That is good and well. And that might be the season God has me in, and it might look a whole lot closer to the shape of of what I was taught it should look like than I expected it to be. But what I'm saying is your life doesn't have to look that same, that same way. And when we're cramming ourselves into a box, we're kind of leaving God outside of that box, especially the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is come to give us that life and that comfort and counsel, And then you don't have to worry about does my life look the quote-unquote right way because the Holy Spirit is guiding you every step of the way. So you don't have to have that cookie-cutter autopilot life. Because I lived that autopilot life for a long time where I read 10 chapters in the morning and I did my workout and then like went about my day, Occasionally feeling guilt tripped for not doing more. And that, not that I didn't ever pray over things and didn't like muster up courage to witness to people like I did, but it was not from a deep connected place. And it was like this trying to force it to happen at the same time, just like autopilot, following the rules, following the motions and that is no way to live friend if you're if you're feeling like yes this is this is me i feel kind of stuck in this i feel kind of stuck in patterns and i'm not sure how to break through i would absolutely Love to help you. I'd be so honored if you'd send me a message and say, Hey, I would love more information on what it would be to work one on one with you so that I can break through some of these limits and break through this autopilot so that I can experience more abundance that Jesus came to give us, that the Holy Spirit provides, that God the Father wants for us as a good Father. So as this episode wraps up, it's been mostly like a concept rather than a practical, like step-by-step. This is how you should implement this into your life. So I want to kind of summarize and give you some, I don't know, something to tuck in your back pocket that you can carry with you. Some of the big notes are Jesus came to give life. The enemy wants to see us killed. He wants to steal from us. He wants to see us destroyed, but Jesus Doesn't just like, no, I want you alive. It's like full opposite the other direction. That considerably more than what we would expect or anticipate. So he came to give us that abundant life. And abundant life is going about believing that there is more where that came from. So the resources will never be depleted. And abundant life and eternal life are so closely related. Our abundant life can start right now. Right now. We don't have to wait for heaven. While there are things that we are waiting to be completely and fully realized and healed in this broken world, we have So much connection available, and that's where this starts. This abundant life starts from that connection. So we have to heal that connection if there's, like, broken, if there's, like, static on the line, and you're like, well, I don't know, is God really good? Is he really abundant? Like, that's the first place we have to heal is that deep connection. Get still. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Ask him, how you can be a conduit of that love and that forgiveness and that joy and peace and long suffering flowing through you. Cause you will feel more alive, not only the more that comes to you, but the more that goes through you as well. So find someone else to bless, to make happy, make their day brighter, lighten their step, put a smile on their face. Um, so that they can be seen also because you are a conduit of the abundance that is flowing to you because you don't believe in scarcity, which is the opposite of abundance, where you're afraid that you just might run out or you feel like things are in short supply. No, you have witnessed the abundance of God in your own life and you believe that there is more where that came from have a great week friend and i hope you are super encouraged by this month's focus on living more alive than ever before thanks for listening to this week's episode of the abundant grace podcast i would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with jesus as well It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, Emily, dot abundant grace, or you can send me an email. Hello at Emily K com. That's Emily, the letter dot com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.